Hello, hello, and welcome to the ISV Society Podcast. I am your host, Amy Keenan, and I am so excited to be here and chat with you. So first off, you may be asking, what is the ISV Society? Well, it's a membership just for ISVs, where we collaborate, educate, and generate leads in an affordable way. From webinars to blogs, as well as monthly mastermind meetings, these are just some of the ways we're working together. This podcast is also another way to bring the content to you. There'll be marketing tips and tricks, ISV guests, as well as fellow marketing professionals. Just think of it as your one-stop shop, all things channel marketing. It's all about the power of collaboration. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the ISV Society podcast. I'm so excited that you're here listening in, and I'm so excited for my guest this week, Adam Berezin, who is the co-founder and CEO of MS Dynamics World. Welcome, Adam. Thanks, Amy. Thanks so much for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes. Thank you so much for chatting with me this week. So before we get started, I just want to briefly talk, this is what we're going to cover today, Uh, go over a little bit about you and your role, how MS Dynamics World has evolved over the years, and congrats on 15-year anniversary. That's so exciting. Thank you. you. How you help partners and ISVs, what's to come in 2023, and then of course we have a little bit of something we're working on that we can share about at the end as well. So awesome. if that sounds good, Perfect. then I'll let you take it away and introduce yourself and let everybody get to know you. Sure. Um, so uh, as Amy said, my name's Adam Berezin. Um, I uh, co-founded MS Dynamics World and I, I act as its CEO. Um, and it's been 15 years, their 15th uh, year anniversary, um, which uh, is pretty exciting for me. Um and uh, I, I, it feels like it, it went by very, <laughs> it's gone by quickly. Um, and, uh, you know, when, when I think about when uh, my co-founder, Jason Gumpert, who runs the editorial side of the business, um, when we started this, you know, way back, um, you know, it was essentially conceptualized in 2007. Um, and we officially launched it in January of 2008. And I just you know, kind of remember what we did to sort of, you know, get it to the point where it was able to be launched and then, you know, how we grew it to, you know, where we are today, which is, um, you know, over 100,000 active members, um, you know, working with uh, a few hundred ISVs and partners on our demand gen program. So we've definitely come a long way for sure. Yes. And I just love everything about your program and how you, what you offer. And you guys have just spit out so much content every week. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd like to take credit for that, but uh, that's Jason's domain. So I'll, um, <laughs> I'll heap praise on him for that. Uh, Jason, you know, manages all of our writers and um, you know, we, we do work together on sort of the overall content strategy, but that's really, that's really his domain. Um you know, I uh, I primarily focus on you know, creating the marketing offerings that we have for ISVs and partners, um, uh, enhancing sort of the marketing uh, engine or the lead gen engine that we have on the back end of the site. Um, I, I also like working with clients directly too. I I, I like to I try to be involved um, 
in as many facets of the business as I can without sort of, you know, overstepping and, uh, and kind of doing things that are not in my wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not an editor, believe it or not. Um, so, you know, I don't, I don't really run that part of the business. Uh, although, you know, I, I will contribute my thoughts. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I kind of focus in on where my strengths are, which is, um, you know, kind of, uh, devising these marketing programs and working with clients. Well, you do a great job. And that's <laughs> a lot you. of work. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. But we, we have a good team. Um, a lot of the people that uh, that have been at MSDW, you know, have have worked with us, um, you know, in many instances since our inception, uh, which is really good. So, you know, the, the people on our team have a, a very good understanding of this marketplace. Um, and I think that that's what helps. Uh, put out the type of content that we do and create the type of, of marketing programs that we, that we offer um, and everything works nicely together. Yes, I have to say it does. And working with you in the past on events. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, you know, it's been obviously 15 years. So yeah. how has MS Dynamics World evolved over these, over these past 15 years? Yeah. Well, um, We've evolved out of a crummy little apartment. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I'll kind of, I'll start from the, the beginning briefly. Um, I had been working for a company that was in the SAP space and they kind of acted as the marketing arm for SAP. Uh, and my job there was to essentially, um, you know, provide these targeted demand gen programs to SAP partners. Um, and I also worked on the conference side of the business because that, that company offered uh, a decent number or they ran a decent number of SAP conferences. Um, and I remember coming across, when I was working on uh, uh, an SAP CRM conference, I remember coming across um, Microsoft CRM. And I actually don't remember like where I saw it, but I, I, had always been under the assumption that Microsoft, you know, was just Windows and, and Internet Explorer, and I had no idea actually at the time that they even offered uh, business solutions. So I tried to do a little bit more research on um, on their CRM product, and the only thing that I could find uh, was basically a marketing pitch on Microsoft's site. And I thought to myself, okay, if I'm a CRM user, you know, I actually use this, and I actually use this product where can I actually find independent information about how to use the product better and sort of, you know, where the product is headed without sort of just seeing a marketing pitch for it. Um, and then, and, and then I came across all these other ERP products that Microsoft had. And at the time um, they hadn't really branded them yet under the dynamics name, you know, mm -hmm. it was Exapta, Navision, um, <clears throat> Great Plains and Solomon. Uh, and, and, and the same thing occurred. I'm like, okay, you know, if I use these products, where do I possibly go for this information? And then I also thought to myself, if I'm a software company that has a solution or solutions that integrate with one or more of these Microsoft products, how do I possibly find um, the people, you know, my prospects in this space to pitch my solution to? Um, and, uh, and at the time, really, you know, I discovered that there were just a, a few in-person trade shows. You know, the big one was Convergence yes. at the time. Um, and, uh, and, you know, people's options for online marketing were renting lists, 
um, mm-hmm. which I am not a fan of. I, I don't Me like either. less rental. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's pretty much garbage to be and honest. It's so amazing how many emails yeah. you get every day. Hey, want to oh, buy this list? Hey, want to buy this it's list? It's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I, I still get those to this day. People still yeah. do that. Um, which amazes me. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, another thing that people could do and, and they still do now is, uh, you know, pay-per-click ads like Google ads and things like that. Um, you know, and, and really that was it, that was it. Uh, so, you know, Jason and I kind of conceptualized this thing. And at the time we, you know, we both, we were both unhappy with our current jobs and we both wanted to, um, you know, start a business and, and, uh, and, you know, do our own thing. So um, we, we decided that we found sort of a niche that was relatively untapped, you know, there wasn't uh, an information resource out there for, um, you know, the business users of these products. Now, at the time, there were a bunch of forums, but, you know, forums, as you know, are are very technical. And Mm -hmm. a lot of the times they'll attract super users or power users, um, or development teams. And we felt that the the business user um, was being very underserved, you know, those decision makers, um, because there was no uh, outlet for them to consume information. So, you know, that was one area that we said, okay, you know what, we can do this. Let's let's formulate a plan for that. And the second in the second part that we thought um, might work was, you know, building this marketing engine. Uh, for these independent software vendors, ISVs, um, and these uh, the partners, you know, the resellers um, of these products. So we kind of built MS Dynamics World with both of those goals and audiences in mind, um, and they work off of each other because mm-hmm. you know the the type of content that we create um, really is for those director level and above people, you know, whether they're from partner organizations or and customer organizations, or, um, you know, they, they own their own consulting firm, you know, those are the types of people that consume our content. And that's who we built our editorial strategy around. Um, at the same time, uh, because we run all these different demand gen programs, those people are much better leads for uh, these software companies. So, you know, as a result of that, the quality of leads that people get through these programs that we offer are much higher because we target those uh, senior level personnel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we and we've been very disciplined with that strategy um, since our inception. We have not strayed from it. You know, at at one time it was very tempting for us to start a forum, and we talked about that. But you know, once again, it's just it's it's not. It's not, you know, we're, we don't have expertise in running forums and that's a totally different animal altogether. And, you know, we, we didn't want to, um, you know, kind of stray from, uh, you know, what we felt were our strengths and what could essentially help build up this business to be where it is today. So, you know, we've been very disciplined um, with not only our editorial strategy, uh, but our marketing strategy too. Um, in the types of programs we offer, you know, once again, there was a time when, when we started to build up our audience and we thought to ourselves, well, you know what, we, we actually could, we could pull off a pretty big in-person trade show if we wanted to, mm-hmm. um, but we never did it just because we just wanted to make digital um, a 100% of our focus. Uh, and, and I think as a result of that, um, 
you know, it's allowed us to not only build up the business to where it is today, but, you know, the biggest thing was when COVID hit, we didn't have to pivot at all because yes. we were, we were hundred percent digital and it didn't affect um, our offerings or the type of content that we put out. So, uh, you know, that, that was a big relief to us. And I think a big relief to partners and ISVs because they could still, mm-hmm. obviously you've built the company to where it is now, which has been very successful and hosting these webinars and these types of programs, which we'll get into, but I'm sure it's also was just a relief for them because they're like, hey, we can still work with MS Dynamics World and still reach our customers and prospects and partners. Yeah, sure, sure. And it's interesting too, you know, um, looking back when, when, uh, when I started this with Jason, you know, I was 27 years old when I started this business. Um, and at the time I was living in um, <clears throat> uh, a little apartment with two of my high school rooms who at the time were both unemployed <laughs> and, and they're, they're, you know, just hanging out at the apartment all day. Um, and I'm trying to start this business. And, uh, and, and I had no money either. You know, Jason and I had no money at the time. Um, we, we basically took our savings, which was pretty much non-existent. Um, and we put everything into, uh, into this business. Um, and we just, you know, we, we worked our butts off because, um, we always felt, and we still feel like this now, you know, there's no plan B, you know, Mm -hmm. when you have everything invested in something and, you know, and, and literally everything is on the table. You do not have a cushion to fall back on. Like we didn't have any, you know, private equity funding that would give us some breathing room. We did, we had nothing. So everything we did, every decision we, we made, um, you know, there were, there was a lot riding on it, but, uh, but, you know, we, we were very careful with how we um, built this infrastructure uh, and we still are today. I mean, we still operate like we just started the business. Well, now you're like a well-oiled machine, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it, it, it it runs a lot. Uh, it's it's yeah. There's smoother sailing now than there was back then. But um, but I think it's important to kind of keep that same mentality, just because you know you always want to be innovating and mm-hmm. you never want to become complacent. And you know that's always been my my fear with that stuff. I'm very paranoid um, about, you know, certain things when it comes to business. Uh, and I think, um, you know, how that helps me is just to stay motivated uh, and, um, and, you know, continuing to, you know, strive to improve on, on what we've, what we've already done, because, you know, we, we Jason and I, we, I mean, we both feel like there's still a lot more that we could do with MS Dynamics or than we have a lot of plans for growth as well. Um, but, you know, once again, we're very methodical uh, and we take our time with, with what we do because, um, you know, we, we'd rather put something out there that we know is going to work. You know, there's a very high probability that it will work as opposed to just kind of rushing something and, you know, and just kind of, you know, I don't know, th- you know, throwing stuff to the wind and seeing, um, you know, if, if anything flies. We don't do that. Yeah, I and like I think that. That's, yeah, and I think that's um, <clears throat> excuse me, that's that's one of the things that has has helped us, and we've st- we've stuck with that too, that mentality. And that probably that definitely helps you grow and stay. You know, you're staying committed, and you're helping partners and ISVs, which I think we can kind of go into how you do help partners and yeah. ISVs. But first, I'd love to hear how many 
I mean, I don't know if you can quantify how many webinars you've done in 15 years, but maybe just how many you've done last year. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm mean, sure I it's, mean, you know, yeah. in the thousands by now. Yeah. Yeah, they, they are. Um, we we did about 200 last year, uh, wow. sponsored webcasts. Yeah. And and webcasts, that's just one subset of, of our offerings. We have about uh, a dozen um, you know, different demand generation programs uh, that we can offer ISVs and partners. Um, you know, not, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, not all ISVs and partners, um, uh, you know, essentially would qualify for some of these programs because some of them use content that you've already developed to kind of, um, you know, generate leads through our site. And if you don't have a lot of content that you've developed, um, you know, then those programs might not be um, uh, applicable to you. But, you uh, but yeah, you know, we, we do have lots of different programs. Um, you know, the reason why we have lots of different programs is because, well, it, there's actually, there's a couple of, a couple of reasons. Um, the first is that I, I do think it's always important, you know, from a business standpoint to diversify your offerings. Um, but, uh, but also, um, you know, we, we kind of, we take a look at, at what our site members are doing. And what types of content they're consuming, and how much of a particular type of content they they're consuming, and you know what are the trends? You know, has that increased or decreased over the years? And you know that kind of give that gives us guidance as to you know what types of programs we should create. Um, so you know a lot of that stuff is just done by observation and and you know and looking at the data behind our site. Um, now. One thing that we do that we do know, um, because we track this stuff, you know, every year, <clears throat> excuse me, is uh, is that people's consumption habits, you know, are very very different. Um, and about twenty percent of our audience actually will consume content in multiple formats, whereas the other eighty percent of people that go to our site, they have one format that they prefer to consume content in, and they do not deviate from that. Um, and that's, that's a very interesting, yeah, it's a very interesting data point because um, it, it can tell, you know, it can tell a lot of different stories. And, you know, for ISVs and partners that, you know, want to uh, want to market to companies through our site, um, <clears throat> what uh, what that tells them is they have to they have to create content in different formats and they have to use programs that push out that different content if they want to maximize their reach among their target audience. Um, and then what it tells us, you know, what it tells MS, you know, my, uh, myself and my team <clears throat> is that uh, if more people are creating, if more people are listening to our podcasts, well, then, you know, the obvious thing is, well, we should run more podcasts, you know, yeah. um, if more people are going to webcasts, <clears throat> the obvious thing is we should try to create more webcasts. Um one thing that we do uh, as far as webcasts are concerned is we have about five different types of webcasts that we offer, um, which is a lot. But, but the reason why we do that is because we started to notice that, you know, there was a subset of our audience that still really liked um, watching product demo sessions. But then, um, you know, a lot of our other webcast listeners or webcast viewers or attendees, or you know, whatever you'd like to call them, um, they started preferring more sort of discussion-based webcasts, you know, panel discussions. Uh, and then, and then we had you know another group that seemed to just really focus on you know wanting to learn more from like 
<clears throat> a strategic perspective. So, you know, you want to have ISVs and partners create webcasts that focus on lots of different things because they're going to reach different types of people that like to view webcasts. It's like not everybody that goes to the panel sessions we run goes to the other types of webcasts that we put out, you know, and vice yep. versa. So that's why, you know, diversifying, it's, it's like you're diversifying programs within programs. Um, and, and that's, that's what we've done with our webcasts because, um, you know, that's just what our members crave and, and they demand of us. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, I, I think that'll probably extend to other offerings we have as well at some point, you know, as, as people's content consumption habits continue to evolve um, and we start to see, you know, more of our clients' needs evolve as it pertains to lead generation, which is a whole other story because, <laughs> yes. you know, th their needs are always evolving. So, you know, it's, it's important to, um, you know, stay in constant communication with, with, you know, the ISVs and partners that work with you um, and, you know, keep trying to enhance your programs to kind of fit their evolving needs. Yeah, I totally agree. And, and it's, it's just like they're in their, in their business themselves and their marketing initiatives, they're going to create a variety of content as yep. well. So they're not just creating video. They're not just creating webinars They're doing blogs and they're doing mm -hmm. social and they're doing email and they're doing all other types of content because again people like to consume content in different ways and it's great that you offer a variety of different ways because some partners and ISBs might feel comfortable doing it one way versus another or maybe they want to try a new way and not sure how yeah as well so you kind of can yep. help them with that too yep yep you know it's um I always I try to live by you know keep it simple um and <laughs> and you know some people might say well you know you have over a dozen programs that's not really keeping it simple. I think there's, there's a difference, you know, you can, you can have a lot of different offerings, but you can just make sure that the offerings are not complicated to comprehend. Um, so in a sense, you know, that that's the simplicity right there. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, when, when we launched this business, we literally started with one offering and that was newsletter sponsorships. That's it. Um, and, uh, you know, at the time you could essentially, you could have an ad in a newsletter and you might get, you know, 30, 50 leads a month. Um, that just doesn't happen anymore. You know, people are kind of tuned out in a lot of ways to that stuff. I mean, I always think those types of programs are good for, you know, an extra added awareness to like an existing yeah. um, lead generation campaign. But, uh, you know, I think the days of people getting, you know, 50, 100 leads a month from a banner ad, whether it's in a newsletter or on a site, I, I just think that's over. Yeah, I totally agree. You know? Yep. You know? Yeah. So as we wrap things up, I would love for us to chat about what's what what do you have coming in 2023? What is MS Dynamics World want? If, if you're if you can share some of the new yeah. things that you're launching this year. And then of sure. course, um, we can chat a little bit about what we're working on together. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this this year is gonna be pretty exciting. Uh we do have a lot of changes coming up. Um we're, we're in the process of finishing up a massive uh, site upgrade. Oh, nice. Um, yep. Uh, and then we're actually going to be, you know, doing some kind of, you know, slight graphical redesign. But, you know, the, the main thing is sort of, you know, enhancing those back-end tools that we have. Um, and, uh, and the big thing that will come from that 
uh, is that we've actually built our very own account-based marketing system for um, our ISV and partner clients. And, and right now, uh, when companies use um, any of our demand gen programs, you know, they can get data on the leads that they, that they generate. Um, you know, there's a whole lead collection engine that we've built um, that, that our clients can have access to. Um, you know, I, I've always felt and I always try to see, you know, how much more we can qualify the leads um, mm-hmm. that we provide our clients. And in this account-based marketing system that, that we've built, and it's going to launch in the next couple of months, we're just in the final testing stages of it. Um, it's essentially going to provide a lot more data um, from each lead that, uh, that our clients generate through our programs. Um, and it's more like, it's more, it's almost like lead intelligence where, uh, you know, you, you don't just see the, the stuff that they've consumed, um, of your content from your content, uh, or uh, let me repeat that. Um, that you don't just see the, uh, you don't just see the data from people that consume your content, um, but you see more information. You see what you know what their interests are in terms of um, you know uh, browsing different types of content. You know, are there any themes and ter- or any uh, any commonalities in terms of topics that they're consuming throughout the different types of content? How many people per company? you know, are consuming your content and, um, you know, doing whatever it is, you know, with your company through, you know, any number of our programs. Um, and from that, uh, they'll actually be able to assign a lead score to it. Um, and, and really the hope is that uh, they'll be able to essentially um, see which stage of the buying cycle their leads are in when they get them immediately. Um, which I think is huge. Definitely, uh, you know, it's like that, your own business intelligence software, and then it, it really know, is in a way they can put yeah. them in the funnel where they're supposed to go versus just putting them in a funnel where they guess they go. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I, I honestly think that that's going to be um, not to sound cliche, but I do think it's going to be a game changer for this for this industry. Um, and uh, and we've we've built this and developed it ourselves. It's it's not a third party application, which means that you know we can constantly customize it ourselves and evolve it to where we need it to go. Um, so that's that's going to take um, uh, you know uh, our clients to another level with us, definitely, uh, which is awesome. Yeah, and then you know um, and then you know we're also going to be continuing to roll out features. Uh, for our site members, our readers, um, one thing that we launched towards the end of this year or the end of 2022, excuse me, um, was uh, an audio function or an audio feature in each article. So um, when when you go to an article on MSDW, you know if you want to have it read aloud to you, um, you can you can press play and and that will actually happen. So you don't have to read. Uh, and and I found you know that's that's been pretty cool. We've seen actually a lot of usage out of that because, um, you know, you can multitask when you're listening mm-hmm. to something uh, in the background. Um, and I think we're kind of in the age where, you know, people want to be able to multitask while consuming content. So that's something that, you know, that, that we're, uh, we're, we're pretty aware of. Um, and, you know, we plan to evolve a lot of our other content offerings to kind of meet that need. Well, that's great. Yeah. So should we talk a little bit about the product, the program we're working on. Yeah, we yeah. wrap things up. All Absolutely, right. absolutely. Yeah. So, um, you know, to to kind of back up for a sec, 
one of the big things that I've tried to do um, in in 2021, um, you know, th through now, uh, is really work on our partnerships. Um, you know, we we have a, a really good partnership with uh, with Rick McCutcheon over at Partner Talks. Um, we do a lot of work and have a great partnership with Anya at ERP Software Blog. Um, and we actually have a, a new partnership with Doug, the Dynamics User Group. Yes, um, the marketing event I saw. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping I can go to that, so I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. No, that'll be that'll be great if you could make it. Um, and then uh, and, and now with you at the ISV Society. Um, so you know, partnerships have been a, a priority um, for me these last couple of years. Uh, you know, they, I always like to partner with companies um, in the past, but you know, because we were so different than everybody in terms of uh, you know, kind of where our focus was, it didn't really make sense a lot of the time. Uh, but now, you know, that there are more sort of um, uh, you know, digital organizations like yours and, and Anya's and Rick's um, and Doug, you know, with their virtual event, it makes a lot more sense for us to kind of partner up. So, you know, um, it's been really exciting to kind of partner up with everybody. And one of the things that <clears throat> that we're working on with uh, with with you, Amy, and the ISV Society um, is is really a new webcast program. So this yes. would be you know our, our sixth um, type of webcast program. And, it, and this takes a unique spin because it's basically for both ISVs and partners. And it's all about them sponsoring one of their customers. So their customer can kind of share information. Like for example, if they're a, if, if you're a partner, um, you would get one of your customers to, you know, essentially um, tell their story from, you know, implementation or rescue, um, you know, to the onboarding, you know, to kind of where they are now and, and what they've experienced from a services perspective. And I think, you know, the goal being to kind of help not only cut other customers by, you know, allowing them to kind of tell their story and, and, uh, and, you know, and, and hear all about, you know, what, you know, what they're using their particular, you know, business apps, business app solution for, um, you know, and how it's worked out, if they've migrated, if they, if they're on a legacy ERP, and they don't think they need to migrate, you know, mm -hmm. wh why don't they think they need to migrate? Um, all the questions that, you know, a lot of the times are very hard to get out of customers. Um, but, you know, we've, you know, you and I have kind of put together a great format where it's easy for those people to tell their story. Yes. Um, so, so I, I'm really excited about that. And, and we have the same type of program for ISVs too, where, um, you know, ISVs can bring a customer on and the customer can kind of talk about, um, you know, not, not only what business they're in, but, you know, really what their real problem was, um, you know, and, and how they've used, you know, third-party solutions to kind of, uh, you know, enhance the capability of their existing Dynamics platform. So, you know, it goes beyond sort of a traditional customer case study, um, and it really just becomes almost like the customer is teaching the audience, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, so, and yeah. No, so it's, I'm, it's like, because you don't always get to hear the customer's perspective, right? I feel like- No, you don't. We always, which is, you know, that's just how it happened, happened to evolve over the years, but it's just nice to be able to give customers a chance to talk and share their story and, and, and be, and I think it's really a powerful message hearing from a customer, yeah, like a live case study, so to speak, and giving, giving all the information to, to the prospects, to the partners, to whoever's listening. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I think it's, um. I think it's a very uh, a very underserved segment mm -hmm. of this market, um, and uh, you know, you and I are hoping to change that. 
Yes, exactly. Yep. So yeah, so we'll be sharing more information about that soon, but it's exciting. And I think one of the best parts about it is that they actually get a get a copy of that video so that they can use it for whatever marketing initiatives they'd like to do afterwards. So you can certainly create a lot of content from that live video that we record. Yep, absolutely. That's a great benefit for sure. Well, thank you, Adam, so much for joining me this week on the ISV Society podcast. I'm so excited that we were able to take some time out of our busy days to get this done. Yeah, that was very exciting too. too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're very busy, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with over 200 uh, webinars yeah. last year and probably a lot more this year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I do appreciate sure. you taking the time today. I look forward yeah, to thank working you. with you this year and seeing how we can help each other in a variety of ways. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. It's always a a pleasure to chat. I really appreciate it. Yes, thank you so much. And thank you everyone for tuning in this week. We will put all the information in the show notes on what we talked about today, but you and plus our email addresses. So you can ask us any questions or reach out if you have any additional information that you need. But thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. You've just listened to another episode of the ISV Society podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Feel free to subscribe and or share with your team. I would love to also hear your feedback and share any tips and tricks or topics that you'd like to hear in my upcoming episodes. Have a great week.